0: Totally cut me off. Oh, I was trying I... to talk about Satan, yeah. Oh. What sorry. were you saying about Satan? No, nah, sorry. You were
1: literally not saying anything. But I, he held I, his, I, his I... hand. He cut me off and then he held his hand. That's my me. bad. No, oh. No, oh, okay. Oh, it's sorry. All right. the, uh, Talk
2: about Satan. Come no, on. No. Satan needs the, the attention.
1: It was... <laughs> because he's having two, <laughs> he's having <laughs> two assholes kill for him so that he gets famous. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Clearly he needs attention. No. Um. No, it was bouncing off something that you said like miles ago. So... But, uh, Satan, yeah. A popular outcast production. I'm nervous with these grapes sitting here in front of me. Why? What? Uh, I get nervous around fruit sometimes now. (laughs) And I realize that's weird. A a friend of mine that I hang out at their house, I asked them not to buy bananas. (laughs) (laughs) They used to be an avid banana eater, but I read those stories online that I thought were fake about like, uh, like Arabian desert spiders hiding in fruit. Yeah. And they weren't fake. What? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, don't tell Bill. I'm, tell I'm. Bill's never gonna eat
0: fruit. No, this shit's from, um, this is from, from, the from the garden. From...
1: <laughs> so of there's. Eden. You the can't garden have spiders of in,
0: yeah, you can't have spiders in my. Oh, garden. from your garden. Yeah, the strawberry song. He just has a cheese in spider. The, uh, the cheese, yeah, we have a uh, goat uh, <laughs> we, we that we milk.
1: A cheese plant.
0: Yeah. No, I was. I have to try uh, a strawberry. You yeah, have
1: eggplants, yeah. so want to have a cheese plant? Right. No, so fruit <laughs> freaks exactly. me out now. Oh, I mean that makes sense. I get it. Yeah, it just makes me uneasy because there was this one story about a bunch of little teeny baby spiders that just looked like moving specks on the thing. Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm not gonna notice moving specks. No, like what the fuck? And they were like really horribly poisonous spiders that you hit. You could actually their house. just put it back, like right in the trash below you.
2: That is true. Sorry, that's okay.
1: And they had to get their house fumigated.
0: They had to get it fumigated.
1: Yeah, by just a, remove by a professional.
0: But you know, I mean, like terrifying. Yeah, but you wouldn't if it were you. You wouldn't have it fumigated because that would be killing innocent life, right?
1: I don't know about that. <laughs> Those <laughs> terrifying spiders, especially That's if they're not enough's enough. <laughs> yeah, if they're not in the natural habitat, right? I picture it like fucking aliens. Yeah. Like, I leave for the day and go to work, and then I come home, and my wife is hanging in a cocoon, and she's like, kill me! Kill <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I'm like, they're animals, man! Yeah. Yeah. Do you say cocoon? Yeah,
0: from, uh, Alien Same. Oh. Wrapped them up. The huggers got them on the face. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess it wasn't really a cocoon, was it? Didn't they just, like, plaster them? Technically. It was like a plaster cocoon. Yeah. Plaster cocoon alien. Uh. Yeah. Fucking mucus. Yes. Geiger or Geiger? I would have I... said Geiger. Are you going to tell me it's Geiger? Like,
2: is it a Geiger counter?
0: No, uh H.R. Geiger or oh. Geiger. It's actually pronounced Geiger. I found that out, like, Holy way fuck. too late in my life to switch. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's dead now, I so was gonna say, just call him what, he, what you want. Do you think he knew? <laughs> he, he probably rolled with it. Because, dude, everybody was like, Geiger, G-I-G-E-R, that's clear. That's how you pronounce it. Who gives a fuck if you're from Germany? Just get with the times. Because you
2: pronounce lager and Tiger.
0: Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes, indeed. What a great dude. Yeah. What a crazy fucking experience it must have been to be in a room with that dude for like 20 seconds. Yeah. Did he do a lot of drugs? I can, I, only, I, I can only speculate. <laughs> I assume, I want to read more on his thought process and his art process. Do you realize how big his actual art pieces were? They no, were fucking they huge. Did. He did gigantic... Um, like, bigger than this wall, Mm. a lot of his paintings were as, like, 10 foot by 20 foot, or, like, what, like, 10 by 10, or Mm. 10 by 8, or whatever. Yeah. Mm. I remember seeing a picture, um, one of my friends had an art book that was of his shit, and it had pictures of some of the, the sculptures that he did, as well, which were always fucking cool. Um, but there's a photograph of him working on a piece, and he's standing, Working on this little tiny piece with like a paintbrush. He did a lot of, uh,
1: air, airs, what's that called? Aerosol.
0: No, like airbrush? The, not, yeah, airbrush. There you go. Yeah. He worked a lot with airbrushing. I'm picturing and stuff him like that. at a county farm, like doing people's hats
1: with like Tweety <laughs> bird pissing on Calvin, yeah. pissing on a Ford symbol. <laughs> right? Yeah. He got the lead singer to the Dead Kennedy's house raided. Really? Giger did? Yeah, I, not, he didn't call in the raid. No. Right. He, uh, he called <laughs> He did a piece, and they used it as a poster. In I think it was fresh fruit for rotting vegetables. Uh huh. I'm trying to think of what the piece was called. I think That's it had. It I think it had an unsuspecting name, but it was uh, penises going into vaginas. Oh neat! And Tipper Gore threw a fit, and as she would, as she did, yeah. And his house was raided while he wasn't there. His apartment. And he had to go to court for obscenity charges. That's not Yeah. Like distributing obscene uh, material. It might have been penis landscape. Oh, that's totally what it is. Yeah, that's not an unsuspecting name at <laughs> no, all. No, not, not at all.
0: <laughs> it's a little on the nose. I'm gonna click yeah. it so that um have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This
1: way, um whoa. Yeah. Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> There's one with a condom on it, right? Um yeah. Check let out the penis landscape, Justin. Yeah, let Can me. Can I see in. the
2: penis landscape? There it is, baby. Uh, that could be other things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine the fuck are you like? Where do you put that again? In an album,
2: in a record. They raided his house because of that. Yeah, that doesn't sound legal.
0: No, but you forget that we're talking about the 70s and 80s where people thought that this would make you murder people. Oh. There's
1: footage of him on a talk show with Oprah, and he's talking about, uh I guess, freedom of speech and stuff. Are you still talking about Geeker? Uh, no, Jell-O. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, oh, dead dude, yeah.
1: Jell-O fucking dope. Yeah. But yeah. That was before the time that you put Parental Advisory on a CD. I don't think that that specifically is why, but I know that had a huge hand in... That was part of that movement is they're like, oh my God, the band's name is the Dead Kennedys, which is probably tasteless, although they were fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, They came out in the 70s? 73, I think, was
0: when this album was. Yeah. Created in 70. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. It was 85. But he had created the piece in seventy three. In seventy three, yeah, that'd be like I was say late seventies, early. That'd be 80s. like calling
2: your band the Falling Twin Towers or something. He got murdered in seventy two.
1: Uh, no, oh no, 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 sixty.
2: No. Yeah, because he didn't live to see the moon landing. I forgot right.
1: which was sixty nine. Yeah, and the dead Kennedys were pretty. I wouldn't say left leaning because they didn't really lean any which way, but they were pretty liberal. That's weird. Dude. But yeah, they freaked out over that. They were like, "Look at this band's name," and I.
2: I guess I just I forget that stuff happened. I used, you would never see that today. Nah, uh, just well, A version of it. A different version of it. But you wouldn't see, like, the government raiding someone's house because they put an album out that had vaginas and penises on it. You wouldn't see that. That's because yeah.
1: there's wires happening now and they, <laughs> yeah, and they know there's <laughs> They not, cut it, not
0: it off before yeah. it gets out there. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, um, I used to, I, well, oh, do you think they listen to Popular Outcast Network? I hope not, because I'm going to jail so many times. It's not even <laughs> funny. Um, two things: you can go on YouTube and watch the full congressional hearings, the PMRC versus rock and roll. PMRC was a Parents Music Resource Center. Mm-hmm. Um, they were created by Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife. Which, and I thought he was—I like this—is how fucking cool or how smart Al Gore was. He made me forget
1: that he was married to yes, a fascist. That, yes, yes, yeah. Because when, when. And he, he was
0: one of the senators on that shit. When yeah. he
1: lost, I was like, oh man. And then I'm like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, his life <laughs> sucks. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: she basically, she started the, um, well, I, I should say it was like the religious right got together along with these people who just basically want to control people's lives. And they started having these hearings regarding the content of rock and roll music. And you can go onto YouTube and please put a link into this with uh, Dee Snider of Twisted Sister. I'll dig up the YouTube copy. Dude, he comes in and he's dressed in his rock and roll attire. Right. And everybody's expecting him to look like a fucking idiot. And he pulls this piece of paper like, a couple of pieces of paper that are all folded up and stuff out of his back pocket, and it's one of the fucking best speeches ever given in front of Congress. That's awesome. It's so fucking good. Like, dude, I mean, like, he's a fucking singer and a lyricist. He writes poetry, and expecting him to not have, like, an awesome speech would be stupid
2: was that the they were trying to tell him what the song was about
0: yeah okay there was a song called under the knife which it's you know basically like some of the lyrics are like about being strapped down and um being um you know uh sliced open and all this stuff the song was about his i think it was his drummer getting surgery and he had come to d snyder and was like listen man i'm really bugged out about this shit you know i'm nervous i'm gonna be under sedation they're gonna be cutting at me you know i don't want surgery is a huge fear for a lot of people yeah and so d snyder wrote a song about it and they called it sadomasochist they called it twisted they said that it (laughs) was like yeah they said that it was like full of sexual sisters yeah (laughs) they said that it was full of like sexual innuendo which none of it was it was all 100 percent like about if you read the lyrics, keeping in mind that it's from a patient's aspect of undergoing surgery, 100% fits. But, of course, it's rock and roll, and, you know, like, they have to, like, you know, take a little poetic license and stuff. Um the, Another, like, John Denver, one of the most wholesome dudes in the world, protested, or like, he spoke on behalf of the musicians. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah, John Denver. Yeah, Exactly. Frank Zappa was also awesome on there. There were so many people who really stood up for the rights of musicians, you know, and artists in general, because what was at stake was they were going to tell, like, tell rock and roll or any musician, and then it moves on to, like, art, any form of art, this is what you can say now. Yeah. This is what you're allowed to do. Right, right. Yeah. And the medium that they finally came to was putting the parental advisory stickers on the records. And tapes and CDs then. Huh. Yeah. That was their, like, well, it, and we won because now we've got this black and white sticker that tells parents. I feel like I
2: should have learned that in college, and I probably did. Yeah. And I just forgot because it was almost 10 years ago now.
0: Interesting side note. Nope. Not 10 years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. Interesting side note on that, by the way. Frank Zappa put out an album that was 100% instrumental, and it got a parental oh, advisory Oh, that's awesome. Lyrics. Uh, yeah, sticker. They put it on Wow. There. Yeah, that's how much of a fucking asshole Tipper Gore was. Oh, he didn't voluntarily do no. that to be like... No. Really? Yeah. Huh. They labeled his tape with the parental that's advisory cool. explicit lyrics, and there were no lyrics. That's they, really- that they were fucking him over, because that was... Remember, Uh-oh. this was a time
1: period... Where. So you're saying they were like, oh. Yeah. You're gonna talk, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna, you're gonna run your mouth. We'll exactly. We'll hamper your next album.
2: That's pretty awesome.
1: And, uh. Awesome in the sense that. Like, that's how much yeah. he fucked with them, yeah, that yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. we gotta get you back somehow. Yeah. But I was he, gonna say, if that was voluntary. If he was like, fuck, fuck you, with- we'll stand together. Yeah. Final
0: advisory right here. Yeah. Advisory. But
1: you guys gotta keep
0: in mind, though, that that was a time where a sticker like that, that would actually stop people from buying the records. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know. There's a lot of weird history when it comes to entertainment being um persecuted. Yeah. Should and- we
2: should we uh introduce first? Cuz I feel like this is a good topic. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. We'll introduce first and so we can get right back on there.
0: Yeah, go um,
2: on. welcome to Serving Eyes podcast.
0: I'm Justin. I'm Dylan.
2: Hi, I'm Bill and all right go right back into it, Bill. it
0: there's a lot of okay thank you <laughs> there that um that time was an interesting time period i mean like if you think about one of the biggest examples that they had especially in the early 90s was ice T's band body count when they wrote the song cop killer are you guys familiar with that song at all i'm yeah? not
2: no i um, really not
0: the song is basically it's from the perspective of a um of a young, disenfranchised youth, I guess, who, um, is a straight-up gangster, and the idea, like, I'm gonna look up lyrics for Cop Killer real quick, because I feel like there's a very important piece of the puzzle that...
2: How weird is it that Ice-T is now a family-friendly movie maker?
0: Same with Ice Cube, man. All those dudes... Yeah, both of those guys. Yeah.
2: Is that weird for you? Because, like, you're the one who grew up with those guys, right?
0: It's so weird. Um... It's 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 very weird to me. Yeah. Um, I still like Ice Cube a whole bunch, and I still like Ice-T a whole bunch. I mean, people forget that Ice-T actually was a pimp. You know, like, that was his job. Um, there are very few gangster rappers who were actual gangsters. He was one of them. Eazy-E was one of them. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like Ice Cube was. What, I know Dre wasn't. What was Flavor Flav? Flavor Flav is just He was a, a timekeeper. Yeah, he's just a nut. And like, he worked really great with Public Enemy because of how straight ahead Chuck D, and then you have the wild card, you know? He's just fucking crazy. But they weren't gangster rap Public Enemy, they're more activist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Cop Killer. The chorus is, I'm a cop killer, better you than me. Cop killer, fuck police brutality. Cop killer, I know your family's grieving fuck them, cop killer but tonight we get even the whole idea of this song and like uh you get to uh the second verse where he says my adrenaline's pumping i got my stereo bumping about to kill me something a pig stopped me for nothing the idea wasn't necessarily that they're going out and just killing cops it was a retaliation for being a young black guy yeah. that cops constantly like and people don't maybe people don't realize this. I'm sure that they have to by now. If you're black, you get pulled over all the fucking time. You're searched all the fucking time. You're stop- the, the stop and frisk bullshit is nothing but racism. Um, if you can be somewhat of an intelligent person and look at the statistics, you know that black people are persecuted in America. It's just the way it is. And to tell an artist. Who may or may not have dealt with this, who's creating music that is marketed to youths who may or may not be dealing with this um, to be like, no, you like. This is the early
2: 90s, too, right? Yeah. OK.
0: And like not saying that the idea is right or wrong, but, you know, you want to give somebody some sort of sense of justice or, you know, power and. Being able to write a song like Cop Killer where it's like, you know, right or wrong, they fuck with us all the time and we're going to get even right now is a better way to get rid of the frustration listening to that fucking song as opposed to going and doing it, you know. And a lot of people don't realize that a big part of art is getting frustrations out listening to things where you hear like-minded individuals feeling the way you do and you Mm -hmm. therefore feeling that you're not alone. And so you don't go and fucking, you know, kill a bunch of kids or cops or Insert humans here. Do you yeah.
2: think that artists have a certain sense of responsibility to not inspire such things?
0: Not at all. No? Nope. There's no such thing. You're either a sick fuck who's going to kill people or you're not.
2: You don't think there are sick fucks who are triggered?
0: Uh I think... Triggered by such
2: obscene lyrics?
0: No. No. I think that that's always bullshit. I think that's always bullshit. I don't think that songs or music... Well... Let me rephrase that. I don't think that music or movies or video games or any sort of media creates violence. I think that to a degree, the media reporting on violent behaviors can inspire some sort of Mickey Mallory bullshit. Um, I mean,
2: but if you think that way, you got to put the same kind of responsibility on entertainment.
0: Can you? Because even before there was entertainment, there was murder.
2: No, but if you are saying that the media inspires and you have to. Say the same thing about other forms I of entertainment? It,
1: no, not, yeah, yeah, well, you absolutely d- just, do. A, just about that sentence, I do. Yeah. let
2: me. I, I, I don't. Think if
0: I'm, let me ahead. tell you why. Because the media reports it. If rock and roll musicians wrote a song that had every serial killer's name in it, and then like every time there was a new serial murder, they wrote a new song and released it, and it was a worldwide hit that you could listen to on CNN—the allegory for like being on the news twenty-four-seven. Like, because that's the way news is. They're going to put your name in print. Everybody's going to know that you were the one who did it. I think that there is a fame problem in America. I think that people want to be mm. famous regardless of what
1: it's for. I disagree, but that is such a good fucking quote. I think there's a fame problem in America. That's so genius, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Why do you disagree? Yeah, but they're just sick fucks. Yeah.
2: They're going to do violence no matter what, so.
1: They
0: want to be fame. No, I'm talking about there are sick fucks, but then yeah. they're also... The people who do it just for the
1: fame. But they're sick fucks. Yeah. But Marilyn there's... Manson was one CNN report away from not being a singer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, you know he used to sacrifice people at his concerts. Yeah, didn't he have ribs removed so that he could be Paul Revere's cousin? <laughs> from Happy Days. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it took me a second, but I got it. Yeah. I disagree. Uh, I'm not saying it's false, but I'm saying I've heard that statement before and I can't wrap my brain around someone mistaking people reporting on something terrible and saying this is a tragedy to saying I want to be famous in that way. And maybe that's a good thing that I can't wrap my brain around it, but I I just... I can't, and I've heard that before. There are people who have admitted to it. Yeah, they are disturbed individuals. Yeah, sure, absolutely. But with Justin's sentence, I see where you're going with that statement. I think that that's different from what Justin was saying. And I'm not Justin, so I can't say what you're saying. But the way I interpret what you're saying is, if you're giving a killing... If you're giving a, a deplorable act more visibility, be it in video games, movies, or television, or news, or literature, then it's the same visibility across the board, right? That's what you're saying?
2: Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. And that... It's a different form of visibility, but... Yeah, it's still visibility. If you're going to put some kind of responsibility, not full responsibility, but if you're putting some kind of responsibility on one of them, then it would make sense for there to be some responsibility on the others. Yeah. And to be clear, I don't think that artists should stop making whatever they want to make because it inspires sick fucks. Like, I think that we have to deal with sick fucks no matter what. So I don't think there's to be censorship. But I'm just was asking that question to see right. what kind of conversation. It but going.
0: I definitely want to go on record as saying, I don't think <coughs> art inspires people to do harm. I don't. I think that those people are going to do harm. Yeah. And then yeah, no, what they're, happens? They're going to do harm no matter what. And what happens immediately afterwards is somebody says, "Was it because of this? What's because of that? Or they have like, dude, I can go kill somebody and then blame it on natural born killers. It'll be fucking great. Yeah. yeah. There was a there. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, oh. there was a uh, story, and I guarantee you, none of you motherfuckers listening, or it, it from a thousand years until like the end of time, a thousand years ago to the end of time, nobody knew about this. I came across it just randomly. There was a guy who got arrested because he put this was like late 90s. Got arrested because he was mailing pipe bombs to people, and the idea was is that they were timed. And they would blow up in the mailbox. And you're going to know where I'm going with this. Because I made the connection instantly. If you looked at the map, because he had a map of where he was mailing them to, it was a giant smiley face.
1: I was going to ask if that was the... I heard about a dude that was mailing something. I thought it was like fake anthrax. Um... I don't know, but yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, something. Yeah. yeah. He was
1: mailing some shit. You're right. probably right with it.
0: But floor. either way, yeah, it totally, made a yep. giant
1: smiley face. Yep, yep. Clearly, yeah, an
0: homage to Fight Club. Yep. Mm-hmm. Project Mayhem. Nobody fucking brought up Fight Club, which I was so proud because you know why? Because it was too fucking obscure. Nobody. Under- I was,
2: yeah, I was going to say that's yeah. probably up too obscure.
0: If Fight Club would have been bigger at the time, then like fucking Fincher would have been asked out. People would have gone after him because of this guy who was trying to bring Project Mayhem to real life. Did the bombs blow up? I think
1: there was one that detonated. Okay. I thought the story that I read said about the smiley face, but said, if it was anthrax or whatever, I thought nothing was, nothing bad happened. Right. I thought it was just he was totally fucking with people. He was and like my, an internet troll. Yeah,
0: and my my memory is not the best. Okay, for certain things. We'll, so we'll link it. Yeah, I don't know if we can find it. Yeah, I, I bet it's buried. Pipe bombs. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do pipe bombs. Don't do pipe bombs. Don't do fake anthrax or real anthrax. Yeah. What a. Uh, but do do smiley faces.
2: What yeah. do you built? <clears throat> Fight right. Club. If we're putting a little bit of responsibility on media and the national media. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. 24-7 news. Co- you, you just were.
0: Maybe I misspoke because I've had <laughs> drinks. I'm saying that there, Um, I think that it's more a problem of people wanting to be famous, and that's an easy way to gain fame. It's easier for you to get your name in the paper. Like, think about, dude, John Dillinger, the fucking Billy the Kid. I, I kind of fucked around with this as a concept, but how did Billy the Kid get caught? Think about wanted posters back in the day. They were fucking drawings. Shitty ass drawings. Yeah. Motherfuckers were robbing trains with like their faces covered. All motherfucker had to do was move 20 miles and they would never caught him and just go by Johnny. No, these people wanted to get caught because it was the fame aspect. They wanted to be famous. It didn't matter what it was. John Dillinger. How do we know John Dillinger's name? Because motherfucker would go into a bank and like shoot it up and be like, and if anybody asks you, it was John Dillinger that gotcha. You know, like that was their whole. Fucking, is that real? Yeah, dude. Like they made fun of it in Oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> what was his name? Babyface Nelson. Yeah, tell him George Nelson is like, is that Babyface Nelson? And then he got mad and like, nobody calls me Babyface. It's George. You know, but like, yeah, they would tell people their names because they wanted to be famous. <laughs> they could have gotten away with everything. They weren't doing those crimes necessarily for. I'm sure that a lot of it was for the thrill. I don't know. I never, like, you know, interviewed Billy the Kid. But just by judging by the actions of not... Because I'm sure that there were devious motherfuckers. Jack the Ripper is a great example. Jack the Ripper wanted the character to be famous as opposed to himself. He never wanted to be caught.
2: The Zodiac Killer.
0: Zodiac Killer is another one. Yeah. Yeah. They'd, he never wanted to be caught. But Richard Ramirez was okay with getting caught. But the Zodiac Killer did mail... In Clues and stuff, right? Absolutely. That yeah. But that's because he was super fucking smart. And, dude... it wanted t- to be
1: famous. Yeah. See, I, I the, just can't the buy the I can't... I don't think that Jack the Ripper was like, I want my character to be famous. You know what I mean? Do you think he wanted to be caught? No, I don't think any criminals want to be caught, honestly. Then why would you use your name? I... I, I think there's a middle ground between you and I. And I don't know how to say... What that middle ground is, but I think that's where truth lies. I don't think I'm right, and I mean, I yeah. think you're right about a lot of stuff, but I don't know that you're right in this scenario. But I think neither of us are right. But in the middle is really. What, I'm, I'm sure if we had is. a
2: psychologist on, they'd be able to tell us like people who commit crimes have a certain tendency towards narcissism.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that,
0: yeah. Oh, I, I mean, he might be fine in the middle ground. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. sure
0: that I'm sure that, that that's true. They
2: might not necessarily want to get caught, but. It all feeds their narcissism if they get caught or if they don't get caught,
0: you know. But, Justin, I've learned from movies that criminals get sloppy over time because of the <laughs> fact that they want to be caught because they don't really, like, they come to a point, like, serial murderers or rapists and stuff like that, um, even maybe, I don't know about bank robbers, but I think people who hurt other people, eventually they want to get caught, and the reason why they get sloppy in those scenarios is because they can't stop themselves So figure out a way I'm
2: sure there are some people like that.
0: They figure out a way to get caught without just turning themselves in. Mm. I mean, you gotta think about it. If you're somebody who enjoys taking human life, you know deep down there has to be some sort of conflict in your brain. You know what I mean? You can't just think that you're one hundred percent right about doing what you're doing. Not everybody is uh, fucking Travis Barker. I was going to say Travis Barker, but Travis Bickle. Travis Bickle, yeah. (laughs) Not everybody's Travis Bickle who just thinks the world needs to be cleansed of the dirt.
2: There are sociopaths who understand that what they're doing is considered wrong in society, but they do not feel remorse for For it. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe true sociopaths might not want to get caught. Yeah. You know? And I'm no psychologist, so who knows?
0: So you don't think that, like, uh, a good example would be, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Barbers. Yeah.
1: Not Floyd the, Fleet the Barber <laughs> and <his laughs> the Fleet Street, the, Yeah, Street The Fleet Street Barber. Yes. The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: Miranda and Elliot Barber. Yeah. Accused killers from our area.
0: Who, I, ha- I hate their fucking... I hate using their names. Like... Yeah. I feel like saying their names gives them the power that they want. But fear of a name
2: increases the the fear of itself
0: it's not that it's more that's about like Harry potter, yeah, that's Harry potter shit <laughs> i just feel like what they want is the thing well,
2: where where do you draw the line though how do you as a person decide who deserves to have their name out there like how much to talk about it that's the first question
0: if you do bad like, where's,
2: shit, where's the line what crime should we not talk about
0: i don't think or, that it's necessary to publish any sort of names or whatever unless it's you know if they're like out on the loose but once they're caught putting their names over and over again in the newspaper, I mean, you got to at least admit that, especially with this particular case where she's claiming, you know, an outrageous story. Yeah. That's being reported.
1: Wait, for the listeners, what is the story that's being reported? Justin?
2: How much do you want me to get into it? Just condensed version. Just uh,
1: ten seconds.
2: Miranda and Elliot Barber are accused of killing Troy Lafiera in Sunbury, Pennsylvania. They... Are accused of wanting to kill somebody just for fun. So on his birthday and their three week wedding anniversary, they found this guy on Craigslist.
1: Not an anniversary, because it was weeks.
2: Three week anniversary. Yeah.
0: People say that stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's our, honeymoon. It's our three day anniversary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Basically, their honeymoon. Yeah. That's why some people are calling it the honeymoon homicide and like some people have called it like the Craigslist killers and blah, blah, blah. People love a liberation. Um, they found this guy on Craigslist and then. Um, he hid in the back seat, according to police, and supposedly killed this guy in sunbury, dumped the body, and left, and then they, and then, uh.
1: So they killed this guy, she's in jail, now she's saying that she was part of a satanic cult that murdered the shit out of, like, 50 million people, she killed people in Alaska. Alaska to Texas, baby. Alaska to Texas, baby. She's killing all motherfuckers. Yep. Summary She's sent
0: by the devil. Yeah. To lay waste. Wouldn't wouldn't that be something? If it was real? If she was sent by the devil. I don't think she would have been caught so easily. Yeah. I think she would be able to just walk through the fucking
1: bars. (laughs) Bless me, dark father. (laughs) I've done it before and I'll do it again. Yeah.
0: She would be able to just fucking dematerialize and then rematerialize on the other side of the bars. Yeah. Snap guards heads off like fucking Terminator and shit. If she was sent by the devil, I don't think the devil would just be like, okay, now rot and tell my story. You get to decimate humanity. And there's another thing. Any (laughs) motherfucker in the world who says decimate when they don't actually mean reduce by a tenth,
1: that's what decimate means. That makes sense with the suffix or prefix. Yeah. Des. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deck.
2: So yeah, these two are accused of killing, and then she is claiming that she killed more than 22 people and stopped counting after that and she's only
1: 19 yeah
0: she started when she was 13 she joined a satanic cult in alaska so they're locked away
1: yes and you don't want to say their name because you it gives them the the fame that they yeah that's that's
0: what she uh, it's i don't want to say him necessarily because he is like for all i know I've I've never I haven't read any interviews with him I don't I he's been interviewed what once or twice since he's been interviewed once by
2: Francis and I think he talked to CNN once yeah but it was a short interview
0: and that lady has but had, there's
2: there's reasons for that that I can't get into
0: fair enough but she's talked she hasn't stopped talking pretty much right well and not and not well, actually saying
1: the truth about stuff that we know. Oh, come on. Allegedly. She... <laughs> come on. I She has done... I think Satan would cover his now. She has done it. one yeah, jailhouse
2: do. interview, and I know Francis has gone to see her twice a week, but there has been no more interview stories with her.
1: Francis is a local reporter that...
2: I already said that. Okay. Francis is a local reporter. <laughs> I work with him. Francis Garcella. Shout out to Francis.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so I think what we're finding here is that I think people want to be famous. And I want to blame it on reality TV. And I want to blame it on the way that it's a simple equation. You do some bad shit, your name's going to get out there. And I think that there are certain individuals in the world who want to be known. Because I like—I forget what the study was, but there was some sort of a study where they ask people what they wanted to be, you know, what do you want to do with your life? And a majority of youngsters nowadays say, be famous. They don't say, be a famous musician. They don't say, be a famous Yeah, but actor. someone
2: who's right in the head is not going to say, hey, I want to be famous and I'm going to murder everybody to do it. They might want to be famous, but they want to be famous for going out and being on a show or doing something that is not necessarily a crime against humanity.
0: I'm not saying that. If you are... I, I'm not saying are, that. I'm not saying that. Okay. What were you... I'm
2: just saying, if you're right in the head, if you're not disturbed, you're not going to say, I want to be famous and then go kill everybody.
0: Right. Exactly. Only no, dis- I Only, only
2: disturbed people or people impassioned in a moment want to go out and get famous by killing people or well, doing something crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, I, completely, mm-hmm. agree I okay. completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. I've gone on record several times saying, if you do some sort of harm towards another person, you are mentally ill. You are not my friend. And you're also not my friend.
1: We're no longer buddies. Yeah. Where do you draw a line, though, because we all do harm to people, you know? Talking about large-scale harm. I'm talking about, like, rape, murder. The bad shit. Yeah. Friends can get mad and punch each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I don't necessarily think that that's okay, either. Um, yeah. I know it happens, Yeah,
1: but that's before the mentally ill spectrum.
0: I think if you do some sort of a violent thing, I think that that is a mental illness. I don't think that people who are not mentally ill want to punch people in the face.
2: Manipulative, too. Yeah. I want to put manipulative in there. Yeah. That's I, my opinion, though. Yeah. That's not necessarily yours.
0: I like that. We can explore that a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that the problem is, though, with manipulative... That everybody at one point or another does manipulate somebody. They might feel terrible about it. They may never do it again. But that's a big part of most industries. That's,
2: I think it's a big part of most relationships. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say,
1: that. I think that's a slippery slope where we can say everybody. And, and when I say yeah.
2: manipulate, it, I mean you're putting your best like self Charles out
1: Manson there. Like Charles <laughs> Manson. No, no.
2: No, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, a big part of relationships. I just mean you're putting your best self out there. You don't want people to see the, you know, the wrinkles and the cuts and the bruises.
0: Yeah. If you're not farting on the first date, then uh, <laughs> then you're hiding something. No, I'm just kidding. That's one of the... And like, I think those are everyday
2: manipulations. And I think if you are a master manipulator, like...
0: Like Charlie Manson? Yeah, yeah.
2: Like Charlie Manson.
0: Charlie Manson would be the ultimate manipulator. Yeah.
2: Then I think that you are a terrible person. Yeah. Or that you have something wrong with you that you need to get fixed.
0: Well, yeah. Because it's all about power. <laughs> if you exert power, like, if your goal is to treat people like they're subservient... Yeah. I think that's wrong. I don't know how much that goes into the mental illness. I think that does have a lot to do with it, though. Right. I mean, that's my personal opinion. I don't know. And don't get me wrong, because I've definitely been a manipulative person at times in my life. Mm -hmm. I regret it. I won't do it again. But there's been times where I've done certain things in order to get the result that I wanted, you know?
2: Yeah, but you're not murdering people on behalf of Satan. Yeah. So you're okay in my book.
0: There were times where, like... I can think of one thing that I don't want to get too specific, but there was a bunch of people who were saying a certain thing about a person. It was a situation where there was a place I was working. There was a group of management and the group of management didn't like the one manager and they were trying to find a way to get rid of them and they would talk shit about that person all the time. And so basically what I did was I told, I didn't want to tell them directly because it was too much of a pussy. But I had overheard this, that, and the other thing. And I had told another person who I knew was friends with that person. And I did it in a very agreeable, like, yeah, so blah, blah, blah is talking about this. What do you think? Because I think they're right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, they need to watch their step, et cetera, et cetera. Knowing full well that that person would go to the manager in question, tell them, and then they would come and confront me about it. But maybe they would also know that, like, as long as the full story got relayed, they would know that it wasn't necessarily just coming from me, but also from their boss. And so that they should realize that they were in danger of losing their job and work on those specific issues. (laughs) That was the only way that I could think of to solve the situation without causing a confrontation that wasn't directed at me. But nothing like Charlie Manson. This one time I confused a bunch of young women oh. and told them that they should go kill people and blame it on black people. Huh. <laughs> didn't happen.
2: I remember that. Yeah. Nobody reported on it though, so not a whole lot of people knew about it.
0: Unfortunately they it didn't, didn't want to work. Make it famous. Yeah. But I'm doomed to unfame. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm on so many podcasts, guys. I'm going to get out there sooner or later. You're
2: trying to make us all
1: murderers on your podcast followers. murder. Yeah. The you're podcast murder. I can see that happening. You're a
2: cult leader and we are your followers. I wish. Can that
1: be a Halloween show, the podcast murders, and we can do like a... Did somebody pitch that last year? I did. He pitched that. Yeah. And do like a podcast murder mystery theater. That would be so That's dope. Yep. I would love it. I would love it.
2: I wouldn't know how it would all work out, but I did have that idea. It just wasn't enough time to do it. We'll figure it out. Um, Basically, just treat people nice. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Treat people good. Don't kill people.
2: Don't kill people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's bad for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think there's some kind of value in not building people up when they do things, not building people up in the media and like overselling it. I definitely see some value. I just don't see. But how? I don't know where that line is, Bill, because okay. I think that people have a right to know, especially because like, what if the system's broken? Like, what if they are not getting a fair trial? But in what situation? Like, there's so many variables that if you don't cover it from beginning to end, then you're going to miss something. And what if that something that was missed could have meant, oh, they were actually innocent or, oh, they actually did kill all these more people. And okay. And now we're glad that we reported on it.
0: Yeah, sure. And you I know? totally 100% get so that. So I don't but... know where
2: that line is. And I don't know if it's really up to the media to determine where that line is, even though we do.
0: Well, and not only that, but I mean, let's face facts. When I say media, I don't mean... Local newspapers. No, but and I don't there's,
2: mean... there's definitely an aspect there.
0: Yeah. But also, and here's the other thing is, how can you get a fair trial if everybody knows that you're the Craigslist killer mm-hmm. from reading it in the newspaper? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's a good point. If you get arrested for something, then the prosecutors build a case. You're going to have a jury trial because you're not a fucking moron. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm.
2: But you would honestly be surprised at how many people don't pay attention to the news. Right. Who would be able to be on that jury who might have heard about it but have not paid attention to it. Sure.
1: Yeah. But even, like, the littlest bit, you Mm know? Is that the kind of people you want to put in charge of somebody's life? Like, a completely ill-informed?
2: Those are the type of people that you would want on a jury that haven't paid attention to the actual case so that they
0: come in with fresh eyes. But what if they just lie about that? You know what I mean? Like, and they're, (laughs) like, yeah, we're getting into like so many, like, I I can't answer that. No, (laughs) and I don't expect you to.
2: Yes, they could lie about it. Then they're a manipulator and they should be hanged.
0: Yes. I know so many people (laughs) who, like, straight up, there's like a joke, and I'm certainly not taking credit for it, but there's definitely the the old joke if you want to get out of jury duty, just go in and start saying racist stuff. Right. You know, whatever. Did I talk about my, sorry. No. Uh, maybe you did, did he?
2: Did I talk about jury duty? i no, never did, been on jury did, duty.
0: Did Dylan ever mention his jury duty <laughs> thing? Keep going, Bill. I interrupted you. to. Do. No, it's okay. Um, I think a lot of people who would probably do decent in a jury trial don't want to do it also. Because, you know, I mean, you got to take time off work, and yes, they pay you, but whatever. It's like, oh, no. Now, I think that a lot of <laughs> a lot of people just don't want to, like, be involved in the system, you know what I mean? And especially with, like... You know, I'm sure that there's an aspect of, oh, yeah, like, what if it's against a big mobster and I find him guilty, then I'm going to get killed or like any of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many variables where people would just opt out of doing that. And also, not only that, but the moral uh taking the I don't want to say high ground, but I, I don't know how to explain it. Saying basically, I won't be involved in a system that potentially. Well, I mean, has proven to put innocent people to death, throw innocent people in jail pick on minority. That's how you would get out of jury duty? Is that no, what you're saying? No. It's
1: not how he would get out of jury duty because I was lettered for jury duty. I got a letter in the mail that's like hey show up for jury duty and junk. And they said if there's a reason why you feel like you're unfit for jury duty or why you shouldn't do it or whatever uh, reply. So I sent them a letter and it was like hey I really don't believe in the American justice system. I think that it has all of these problems wrong with it. And I listed a few. I tried to keep it short and sweet, yeah. but it was a pretty decent couple paragraphs, you know? Uh-huh. But I said at the end that I don't think that a group of people can be responsible for someone's future or their life. Right. So no matter what, I will vote innocent. No matter what. Yeah. Underlined shit, you know? And yeah. then I signed it, and then they mailed me back and said, okay, here's the date and time that you show up. Wow! And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I literally said I have no faith in what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And I have no faith in myself or anyone else to. Yeah. Here's the video of the guy
0: doing it. Yeah. Killing this lady. He's holding up the day's newspaper. Yeah. He has like, a birthmark tattoo. Yeah. yeah. He points it out. He looks into a camera and says,
1: "My name is blah blah blah." <laughs> Gives his social security number, yeah. and blood type, yeah, everything. Still voting innocent. Yep. And they were like, "You're who we want." Yep. Well, I'm who they wanted for selection. Yeah. So I showed up. I had to take the day off work and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And my boss was a little irritable, which is weird mm-hmm. because I don't think they can be irritable with that. But they were irritable. Yeah. And I showed up and... Well, they can
2: be irritable, but it's not like they can do anything about it.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they ended up settling out of court or something. So I showed up and I think I got lost and I was running a little late. And it was this weird thing where I'm like, fuck, I hope they know that I'm here, am I in the wrong room, and there's a bunch of other people there, and then they settle out of court. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um,
0: it's interesting. I was only called one time for jury duty, but I was technically not a resident of that state, Hmm. so I didn't have to go.
2: Hmm. I had never been called yet. Being a reporter, I don't think I'd be allowed on that jury.
0: Probably
1: not.
2: That's my thought.
0: They'd
1: be like, (laughs) nope, get out of here. Yeah. And then you're like, can I quote you on that, sir? Yeah. (laughs) Going back to your thing a while ago, Bill, I do think that video games and literature and film and stuff impact society. Because I'm that weird guy that's like, if a butterfly flaps its wings, man, ancient Buddhist proverb, man, that butterfly is related to Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm that guy, though, that's like, the butterfly flaps and tornadoes happen. Hurricanes. Okay. I think everything affects everything, but I do think that video games ends... Film and stuff, art, yeah, do impact society. Okay, but I don't think that's a call for censorship. I follow that. Yeah, and I'm mostly of the school of thought like the crazy people are going to be crazy no matter what.
0: Let me ask you real quick, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I do have a question about that particular part. Do it. Is art getting more or less violent? Popular art, in my opinion, or yeah. is there a study that I don't in know. In, a, in your opinion? Um, Do you think that video games are more violent than they
1: were 20 years ago?
2: I don't know much about video games to even make that
1: determination. Yeah, neither do I. Honestly, I want to say no, because the video games that I hear about now, and I'm sure it's just with the people that I talk to now that are Mm -hmm. into video games, but they like real creative oddball stuff. I just read about a video game today that's going to come out where you get to be a mountain. It's a mountain simulator. Whoa. I'm so pumped yeah, yeah no the shame. guy that made it is the guy that did the video game in her oh that's awesome yeah yeah and he's making a video game where you're a mountain that's what's awesome. the point of it I I read the article and I don't know if I'm sure yeah
2: yeah are you trying to keep climbers from getting to the top
1: no but like stuff grows on you and dies on you and I think there's like mountain goats that show up at one point I don't know but okay so and um, I remember the old video games are arcade style Terminator you shoot people and they explode in these hunks you know okay. But this is, like,
0: do you know what the number 1, 2, three, four, no. 5 best-selling franchises are? Mario? Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy isn't even close. Mario's close. Zelda.
1: Zelda. No, not even close. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Battlefield. They're all the crazy Halo, ones. uh Gears of War. I should have guessed all that because yeah. when I worked at a store in the mall that sold video game shirts, we would run through those shirts like crazy. Yeah.
2: So is the answer yes, then? video games are getting more violent.
1: The entire
0: goal of those games is to kill. So to yeah. win the so war. Yes. Yeah. Terminator, you're playing against the machines. You're shooting those. And that's like 15 years ago. 20 years ago would be 2000... Right? 2000... Yeah. Whatever. That's a space invader game. I really think perverted society. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what about Pitfall? It's an action-adventure game. The stuff that... Duck so hunt. The beginning that- of video games. Yeah, you're hunting ducks. Duck hunt. You're- and that prick of a dog. Yeah, oh, that guy was guy an, an asshole. asshole.
2: What's the laugh? Can you do the laugh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So then, movies. Are movies getting more or less violent? As far as like the stuff that you go to see. And I'm not that saying that see. not not that you go to okay. see, but like I mean blockbuster stuff. Okay, you got the Avengers, which was super popular, right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know
2: if I call that violent though. I guess there was a lot of fighting. Never right. mind. Yeah, I was going to violent though. When I think violent, I think fighting plus blood plus yeah gore.
0: That was the big thing with Mortal Kombat. People freaked out about Mortal Kombat because there was a lot of blood in the game. And never mind the fact that you were ripping people's spines out of their bodies. Just the fact that they were showing the blood around the spine. Yeah. You know, like every time you hit somebody, a gush of blood would fly out. So they censored the game. They made it so that there was no blood. You had to put in a code in order to get the blood to show up in the game. Hmm. So
1: um, things like that. It would be interesting to do a study to see what percent of... I don't even know how you would qualify things. You would have to do it by studio budget on a game, right? And say this is the tier that we're going to study. Anything below this tier is like an independent game on Steam or something that we don't count. Well, you can even just look at the sales figures. See, I think that would skew it. I think you have to have a way of saying... Because if you were to do a market study of music... Yeah that would be impossible because you and me can record an album and it's going to be terrible cuz i can't do anything well but you <laughs> but you sir are I'll a get musician out of here. but we can put that out and we can be like hey ours wasn't included in the study the study is skewed. so i think you'd have to look at labels and say we're going to include these labels that produce this yeah. much there has to be a qualifier right? right but i'm curious as to once we find that qualifier for game studios measuring the percentage of games that have Maybe do it by the rating system, I guess. Yeah. The mature rating. Yeah, because I do think that there are so many games that people play now that are creative and puzzle-solving and stuff. But you're you're totally right. There are those crazy, violent like Gears of Warrior sawing people apart with a gun-saw blade. Zombie Nazis. Um, Yeah. yeah. Do you remember how we used to play that all the time? Yeah, it was so great. Black Ops? No, it was... World at War? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, World War II. Yeah. Fuck, that was so cool. Man. You guys played Call of Duty. Yeah.
0: Oh, jeez. We, we, we played on a Xbox. Dylan and
2: I and Thad no. and Cody would sit in our living room for hours yeah, just playing- The Nazi zombies. The Nazi zombies. Where yeah. they just invaded the house and you just killed as many as you could before you died. Yeah. Right.
1: Cody and I just beat that game on easy mode in order to unlock that bonus game. Right. Yeah. And it was so much fun.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. And those things- Here's the weird thing, and I get into this because of the fact that it's video game shit and I work in that industry, I guess, sort of, kind of. I sell that shit. The, I think the point of that is is that it's not, as a whole, are these things getting more violent. But movies and games are the two things that people consume more. People listen to music as background noise nowadays. Hmm. Um I'm saying, like, the majority of humanity. I'm not talking okay. about, like, the people yeah. who actually listen no, to music. I get what to you're saying. And, and
1: you're saying that you can be a passive music listener. Yeah. And you can also be a passive film goer, but you're still engaged on a different level. Right. You pay different amounts of attention. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: okay. That makes sense. I know so many people who listen to music and don't even listen to lyrics, which blows my fucking mind. Oh. But regardless of that, okay, so if the numbers are to be believed about what is the highest selling shit as far as movies and video games. It's violence by far. Okay. Okay. That is the thing. So are we more violent right now or are we less violent right now than we were a thousand years ago, before the advent of video games? I think I read somewhere that crime has gone down. Crime keeps going down. Yeah. There are more people who are able to take out their frustrations through living vicariously through these things. So, like... If you're saying that art impacts people, it absolutely does. But if you're saying that art is a causation, like consuming violent media creates a violent person, then uh, you know like But I
2: don't think that's what he is saying.
0: No, uh, exactly. Art, exactly. Yeah, no. And that's I what
2: him and I both. Right. I don't think we're saying art creates. I no. think we're saying art I, inspires. And I
1: wasn't saying that you guys were. Okay. I think there's like a desensitization desensitizing. <laughs> Just seeing violence and you just don't think about, you know what I mean? You don't think about the ramifications. So why do I
0: flinch whenever I see anything really gory that's real life?
1: Because you're going to play that fucking mountain game, Bill. You ain't sawing people up with chainsaws.
0: Yeah, I've been (laughs) playing. I'm only kidding. kidding.
1: No, 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 no. No, I think that's a good point. I think because you're a responsible, empathetic adult. When I was younger, I didn't get it. And maybe that comes with some level of growing up, but I definitely think I was hit with a lot of empathy in the past few years that I didn't used to have. And maybe that is maybe that is age. But before, I wouldn't think about the ramifications of, like, war when I was a kid. Right. Never mind. It's all just age, I guess, is what I'm saying. Because I'm like, when I was a kid! Right. Because they don't show that. Back in you my know? day! Yeah. So, fuck that, yeah. No, and um, I, I get that point, yeah. I just think that it's like a level of desensitization. And I don't think that... Um yeah I mean that's that. I don't think we should censor people. I think what are you saying? You're really excited to say that.
2: I was just going to say as well that I don't think we should censor people. However, I think that if you have a child, you need to make sure as much as possible that if they are playing these kind of games that they understand the difference between reality and fantasy in the game, and if you are a person who is disturbed. You probably shouldn't be playing this kind of game, or there should be someone responsible enough for you. Yeah. That what we, do you call
1: disturbed? I Are don't you on know. that line? I don't know. Am I disturbed? I'm definitely not. Are you?
2: I'm definitely not. I thought we were in the Matrix. The authority <laughs> on, on the Matrix influence on who is disturbed. You know. Yeah. Like maybe if you're sitting in our or sitting in your room killing mice for fun and no. like ripping them apart and. Plastering the blood all over the wall. I don't think I want you playing some violent video game. But
0: that's something that happens first, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I think agree that. With Bill, yeah. Yeah. Once again, I don't think that people who aren't disturbed play a violent video game and then
1: get the idea. It's I need to go do. This. But I think it that is, that is that a mo- trigger, though. I nah. Yes. I don't think so. You're Alex th- Jones. I think that that mouse no. killer is Listen. gonna. If he never touched Grand Theft Auto in his life, I still think odds are he might. He or she might do some harm to someone and eventually. also
0: keep in mind when you listen to these people talking it's not the person who did it who originally says i did it because i did this because i played this game no no, before you're, I right. This movie. no you're right it's always some, gore. it's always tipper gore <laughs> it's always the people who are making an excuse and i'm the other point that i want to make it's it, like especially, a, when it's a a person, especially when it's a white person especially when it's a white person Moshe Kasher, one of the smartest fucking people. He's brilliant comedian. Look him up. Super dope.
1: He's on Joe Rogan,
0: right? Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan a couple of times. There he's, was, so, like, he's so cool. Did you listen to that episode? I did not. I mean, Joe Rogan is oh. so fucking cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm so glad you actually don't just buy into the Kool-Aid of, like, he sucks. No. Do people yeah. think he sucks? Oh, yeah. Is it? So many people. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> All right, sorry. I interrupted. Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, he was on Joe Rogan recently and they were talking about violence and stuff. And he said, you know, it's funny because when you, it's not funny. He, he, uh, what are you paraphrasing? What he said was when a black guy kills somebody, he's a thug. When a Middle Eastern guy blows somebody up, he's a terrorist. But when a white guy kills somebody, he's mentally ill. Hmm. That's always the go-to. Hmm. And why can't it all be that they're all mentally ill? Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. there's definitely a racist aspect to that where we make excuses. Uh, another thing, Paul Mooney, brilliant comedian, used to write for Richard Pryor. He has a, uh, several things on fucking YouTube you can check out, but he has this joke. He's talking about the difference between black people and white people. Of course, he's a black fella. He, uh, would liberally use the N word. So I'm going to change that. I'm not going to say. You say Snickers. No, that's too hard. Um, but he said, a white guy gets arrested. Why'd you kill all those people? I don't remember. Oh, that's really interesting. We have to study this case. Black guy. Why'd you kill all those people? I don't remember. Well, in two thousand years after behind bars, you're going to remember. White guy. Why did you snap and kill everybody in your neighborhood? It was because of, you know, like I heard voices. Satan. Yeah, I heard voices. Oh, that's really interesting. We're going to have to study this case. Black guy, why'd you do it? I heard voices. Well, you're not going to hear any voices anymore when we kill you. There's always been an excuse for whites who do terrible things, and it's always the black guy's guilty.
2: Wrapping it all up. Yeah. Big circle.
0: Okay. My first CD that I ever bought. Was Body Count's cop killer. Just want to put that out there. Wrap it up, Dylan.
2: Are there any final points that we want to make? I think I want to say I don't think that media and entertainment create terrible things in people. I think that people who are disturbed create terrible things in people.
0: I agree. Yep. But I think there are a lot of people who think that being famous for good or for worse like no matter what the g- ultimate goal is to be famous and those people are disturbed and somehow get served by the media doing that and I don't necessarily think that I mean and there's a big difference between like the local newspaper or even CNN and TMZ obviously correct? because they're TMZ
2: has better quality
0: <laughs> yeah because uh, put a fucking video of a dude getting <laughs> pulled out of a car crash because Tracy Morgan was next to him On the fucking video, and the dude's daughter asks them, begs them to take it down, and they say, fuck you, bitch. It's our property. We're going to fucking show everybody your dad getting pulled out of a fucking car. That's fucked up. Yeah. Louis C.K. is trying to get them to take it down, too. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's friends with the dude. Oh, okay. And uh, he was like, dude, she's begging you. Take it down. Don't be a fucking dickhead. Wow. And they're like, fuck you. We bought it. Fucking,
1: they're everything. Is that guy passed away?
0: Uh, no, uh, I think he's, he's in critical condition. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> that's that. And I wish I, I don't even know that guy's name. And see, that's the fucking problem is I know fucking super Satanist killer's fucking name and I refuse to say it. But I don't know
1: a fucking dude who, who's fighting for his life. Yeah. I don't know his name. That and. Allegedly. This is. And this is lame for me to throw back to an old episode after we're talking about some guy that is struggling to live. Right. But this makes me think of that episode that we talked about with the the cars, Justin, on and you seeing a car accident, and me saying it's strange how human life can be transferred into, like, that guy's life now is when they're like, fuck you, we bought it. Mm-hmm. Like, they bought what could be the last moments of someone's life. That. That's fucked up. You can't buy the lat like... Yep. I guess legally, the world
0: needs to see this. That's ridiculous. We have it up because the world needs to see this. Yeah. What kind of fucking demon says things like that?
1: You know what I mean? To so the guy's daughter.
0: Yeah. Like that... What kind of fucking personification of evil... It's not Satan. No. <laughs> I don't think Satan would do that. No. Even Satan would have some fucking respect. <laughs>
1: All right, all right. We're that's... really fighting for Satan in this episode. Like, He's not so bad. <laughs> He's not it's such a bad guy. You know? that's, yeah. a good place.
0: that's a good place to stop. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wrap it up, Dylan. Um, morals of the story are, CMZ, pretty please take that thing down.
0: Take it all down. Shut your whole fucking website down. Yeah. Sometimes
1: they rake muck. But more often than not. Let's not defend TMZ. Yeah, not yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. At least at yeah. the moment. Never mind. Yeah. We can
2: defend TMZ on another podcast. Yeah,
1: no, let's not even... Um, with, uh, fame. Bill said it great when he said there's a fame problem in America. What was before fame?
2: We talked about super
1: murderers. Super murderers. Don't Talk hurt people. Entertainment. Entertainment. Be entertaining. Art. Art. Be art. <laughs> Be Arthur. <laughs> yeah be arthur art who's that eater. arthur They wore like a cardigan and yeah. glasses and shit yeah. yeah be him too yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um <laughs> fuck bitches be arthur yes bitches love arthur <laughs> there's
0: uh <laughs> what does that mean
2: what are we talking about i don't know
1: he's an anteater <laughs> i know he's an anteater <laughs> bitches love eaters. <laughs> <laughs> um i think They're next good? time we should talk about if artists have a responsibility to be moral and if art can be moral or immoral and where do we get morality from
0: that sounds like
1: an awesome 30 second podcast for me <laughs> um thank you for listening to us
2: yeah i'm justin i'm Dylan. oh wait hold on where do they find us if they want to find us just find us
0: and there is also a middle ground between people do bad shit to be famous and the media creates fame in bad people. I think that was what we were trying to, to figure out what the middle ground was and I think Justin hit it yeah and I wish I could remember what it was, but I've been drinking <laughs> it's all
1: good <laughs> and listen to the dead Kennedys because they're pretty great
0: yeah. yeah and don't go to any Marilyn Manson concerts or you'll will get kidnapped and be make sure he to... watches CNN beforehand yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah all right okay I'm Justin I'm Dylan. I'm Bill.
1: And ain't
2: that some sheet of ice? <laughs>